Welcome back to the Our Version of Events podcast, where we explore and amplify the perspectives, experiences, and stories of humans being. And do I have a story for you? I know it's been a while, friends, so gather around and let me tell you about the time I was in an unhealthy relationship. But first, do you remember the song, Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better, I Can Do Anything Better Than You, No You Can't, Yes I Can, No You Can't, Yes I Can? <laughs> I always got like so much joy and laughter about the two people singing the song, bickering back and forth about what, what they could do and who can do it better, and I promise this will make sense later on. So back to my version of events. Friends, as you know, my name is Jamie, and I have had an unhealthy relationship with food. And for the sake of this particular episode, we'll call it an unhealthy relationship with food and meal delivery services. I mean, I was best friends with them for a season of my life. And in order to maintain some innocence until proven guilty, I will not name these particular entities during this episode. (laughs) So, I mean, who could really blame me for, you know, engaging in this unhealthy relationship, right? I mean, at first it was really convenient you know after a long work day or if I felt like I didn't have time to make food I would just get something delivered and it'll come right to my doorstep I mean that sounds amazing to me and it will come directly from my favorite restaurants with some of my favorite foods and I was able to accomplish other things in the process I mean how can you really blame me for that And not only that, but I was also supporting restaurants and delivery drivers during and at a time where we were into the pandemic and our local restaurants didn't even know if they would survive. And so I felt very proud of that. And while all of those things are facts, they were actually not the truth of what was happening. They were actually excuses. And I never really rethought the relationship I had with these services until a series of unfortunate and increasingly negative events happened, and we'll get to that later too. But first, I would like to share a disclaimer that I am not advocating for complete divestment of these services by any means, and I think convenience can be helpful, but it shall all be done in moderation. Now, while I may not be a master chef, I can actually cook, but Many times I feel like I don't have the desire or the energy to do it. I got a little lazy and complacent and that's because I leaned a lot on convenience. Leaning too heavily on convenience actually led and or revealed a lack of stewardship over not just financial resources, but other resources and also my time in Temple too. I mean, I realized how I squandered time focusing on things that were not beneficial that I could have used to, you know, like go to the grocery store or do some meal prepping. And uh, eventually I noticed my clothes didn't quite fit right or not at all. And I felt even more exhausted. And then I became annoyed. So those series of unfortunate and increasingly negative events I mentioned earlier, well, you know, it started off small, right? I mean, no napkins or utensils, that's fine. I have some at home, I'll make do. You know, the driver might have forgotten to bring my drink from their car, and so no worries, I'll just contact them and give them a call and hopefully they'll turn around and deliver my drink. But then I started receiving burned and shriveled asparagus, or I remember one time I had a half rack of ribs with hardly any meat, and that other time I didn't receive some items at all, and one time something spilled, and it ruined all the other items. So, you know, not every experience was bad, but when poor service became the pattern, I became disgruntled and dissatisfied. 
I mean, really. And when you're not satisfied with your order, when it comes to these cases with food delivery services, many of them offer and provide a system for you to like report it and get a chance to talk with them for them to correct it. So I remember that one time my drink spilled and made all my other food soggy. Um, I contacted customer support and the person asked for photos to determine like the percentage of the drink that had spilled. Um, now I had taken a photo of the of, of the food that I had, but I threw away the soggy items and the drink because what use what of it was to me after it spilled. And so I told them that, and the person said, "Well, normally we would need a picture to confirm, but given the state of the food you documented already, we'll issue you a refund this time." And I thought to myself, side note, isn't it interesting when you have to plead for full restitution, an apology, replacement, even change behavior, and you weren't the one who caused the damage? It also made me consider how the system was probably put in place to protect the service from any bad actors who would take advantage of trying to use the refund policy. And it also got me thinking about how many of us have erected walls and established systems for good reasons, of course, but some of them become outdated and just are needed for a season, but we hold on to them. So here we are, making others beg, plead to be a part of our lives who actually are good for us, but because of past abuse, we consider denying them access to us. I digress. So the last time I used a delivery service, I placed a large order for me and another person. And not only did we barely receive anything we actually ordered, the food was, and I mean, absolutely horrific. I took a photo of it, sent it in, and without any discussion, I was refunded everything but the tip for the driver. I literally thought to myself, and I probably said this out loud, I can do better than this. So I wonder, are you caught up in unhealthy relationships or habits? Have you leaned a little too heavily on what is convenient but not beneficial? I wonder, have you become complacent or maybe lazy or maybe even lacked effective stewardship over your time, talent, treasure, and temple? Have you become annoyed with negative patterns or dissatisfied and disgruntled with poor behavior where things or people are not serving you? well in this season? How about have you grown weary pleading your case with others or even to yourself for harm or damage you didn't cause, but you are entitled to reparations that may never come? Well, friends, I'd like to encourage you too. You can do better than this. You see, I thought there was only going to be a financial cost for these services and me using them, but in the end, I was depleted, empty, literally and figuratively. These experiences tainted my enjoyment of some of my favorite restaurants and some of my favorite meals. I had simply not counted the cost. In Luke 14, Jesus discusses the importance of counting the cost before embarking upon a venture. Starting at verse 28, he says, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, Everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, This person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able, with 10,000 men, to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace. Sometimes we have 
to completely let go of these unhealthy habits, mindsets, relationships, immaturity, lack of planning or meal prepping, if you will, to receive God's best yes for us. Sometimes we become over-dependent on convenience and actually sometimes we're needed to put in a little work, a little thought, a little necessary time to really reflect on what we need. I remember in 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about how when I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooed like an infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then. We'll see it as all as clearly as God sees us, knowing him directly just as he knows us. And some of you may be more familiar with the King James Version, but I really appreciate how the message kind of brought that out more. And finally, I'd love to leave you with Philippians 3, 12 through 14. It says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win this prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So I just want to let you know that not only do I believe in myself that I can do better than this, but I believe in you too. And it takes some reflection, it takes some accountability, it takes some work, but I believe in you, you can do this. And if you ever want to stop by and hold me accountable, bring me some recipes and I'll show you my cooking. Take care you all and thanks for listening to our version of events.